G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Exploring faith and the future. Neil Johnson and Bible teacher, Dr. Camille Majdali. Tackling some of the issues you're likely to come across when you open the first book of the Bible. Talking about the book of Genesis. 50 chapters, and while you read about creation early on, eventually you get to a flood. Let's talk about what happens beyond the flood. As Noah and his sons and daughters-in-law begin to populate the earth again, Camille, eventually we get to a point where there's a significant population. Well, there is. Something we don't tend to contemplate, but we should, is that after the flood, you've just got Noah, his wife, three sons and three daughters-in-law. Basically, if we take it at face value, All of us are derived, not just from Adam, but from Noah and the three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. There is a very general and traditional interpretation that Shem are the Semites, Jews and Arabs and the like, Ham are the Africans, and Japheth are the Indo-Europeans. Very, very general. But I don't think it's that much of a stretch to realize that from one man came all the nations of the earth, originally from Adam, but then from Noah, which leads us to the fourth event of the outline of Genesis, and that is the table of nations, which leads to the Tower of Babel. We've already done creation, the fall, and the flood. So it's a fascinating thing. So let's enlarge a little on the table of nations. Why was it important to have a table of nations? Table of nations tells us the origin, which is what Genesis is about, of the different nation groups. And it always starts with a person, usually the father or the man. One of the interesting ones is Peleg, Peleg, P-E-L-E-G. In Hebrew, his name means division. And in verse 25 of Genesis 10, it says, And unto Eber was born two sons, the name of one was Peleg, for in his days was the earth divided. It could be, and I'm not saying this is absolutely the correct interpretation, that in the days of Peleg, the earth was divided, meaning that the landmass was then partitioned off and we got the various continents. Could that happen in a short amount of time? Absolutely. It can happen in any amount of time when God himself is involved. And, of course, the table of nations leads on to what we understand as the Tower of Babel. That's right. The Tower of Babel is in Genesis 11, and we probably need to give it its own coverage, Neil, but remember the origin of the Tower of Babel had to do with a man called Nimrod who also is mentioned in the Table of Nations of Genesis 10. Nimrod's name is derived from Marad, which means in Hebrew, rebel, or we will rebel. Nimrod was called a mighty hunter before the Lord, but we understand through outside sources 
he wasn't just a hunter of game, but he also hunted people. He even provided a protection service from wild animals for people. And according to these sources, he invited them to live in cities that were gated communities to protect people from animals. After starting city-states, he became a little bit egotistical and founded his own first empire. And eventually, like so many in Mesopotamia, he wanted to be worshipped as God. He was a rebel, and that's the seedbed of the Tower of Babel. Faith and the Future with Neil Johnson and Dr. Camille Majdali from Teach All Nations. For more from Dr. Majdali, including books and DVDs on prophecy, Bible commentaries, plus today's and other episodes of Faith and the Future, go to vision.org.au. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.